welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of In the Matter of E.V. A Child, Numbers 1 and 2, Scotland, and the citation for this case is 2017 UKSC 15. Now, the case that we are looking at this week is very sensitive and deals with some extraordinary human issues. I often talk on the podcast and in my YouTube videos about the inextricable link between the law and real-life people in society who are affected, and this case really is a prime example. So let's get into the facts, and West Lothian Council applied for a permanence order under Section 80 of the Adoption and Children Scotland Act 2007. This would have the effect of granting the authority the rights and responsibilities over the child, E.V., who is at the heart of this case. E.V. has been in care all of her life, and both of her parents have learning difficulties, which is why the application was made. However, the application was opposed by both parents, and in order to understand the reason for this, we need to get into the legalities of this 2007 Act. Those of you familiar with family law will not be surprised to hear that the ultimate consideration is the welfare of the child, and beyond this there is a presumption that any permanence order should not be made unless doing so is clearly better for the child. The most important factor in relation to this case falls under section 84.5c2, which states that before any permanence order is made, The court has to be satisfied in relation to both parents that if the child lived with that person, then it would be seriously detrimental to the child's welfare. When the judge in the original case came to his or her decision, they examined whether the local authority had made its decision on a proper basis, but they only made a few findings of fact, and none of those related directly to the threshold test that I mentioned under section 84.5c2. The parents appealed the decision to the inner house in Scotland, but that court did uphold the original decision, with the only exceptions being the authority's power to adopt, as well as an issue relating to contact with the parents. Such a result was clearly unsatisfactory for the parents in this case, and so they appealed to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick up this case. In a unanimous decision, the five justices pointed out that the judge in the original case should be doing more than simply supervising the decision-making of the local authority. Instead, the threshold test outlined in section 84.5c2 is based on facts, and this is what the judge should be investigating before coming to a decision. This is especially true when looking at the requirement that the child is suffering or is likely to suffer significant harm, which is the quote from the Act itself. Such an important decision cannot be taken by only looking at the allegations made by a local authority, but rather have to be established in fact and proved before the court on the balance of probabilities. This is the same approach that we've seen in the case of Re-J children, Care Proceedings Threshold Criteria, um, the citation for that case being 2013 UKSC 9. Taking all of this into account, it becomes abundantly clear that the way the judge decided the original case was simply wrong. With such a fundamental flaw in the judgment, it is not possible to remit the case back to the inner house, 
but instead the application by West Lothian Council has to be thrown out wholesale. Of course, the point remains that the local authority could now just start again from scratch with a new application for a permanence order. But as the Supreme Court pointed out, the judge in the new case will have to go through all of the evidence again and also take into account any new evidence that has arisen during the interim period. Nevertheless, this case strikes an important blow against the idea that local authorities have an almost completely unfettered power when it comes to deciding what is in the best interest of other people's children. It's not only the case that the courts must play an active fact-finding role as part of this difficult and sensitive process, but also the law in general must establish a balance between protecting the most vulnerable people in our society and maintaining a healthy respect for family life. Well, thank you very much for listening to this podcast episode. If you did enjoy it, make sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. That's always very much appreciated and um, helps other people to discover the podcast. And um, apart from that, I will be back next week on Easter Monday with another case. So I look forward to speaking to you then. Bye.